Hi, I'm Anusha, your friend and host for Daily Bible Podcast. A lot has happened since I last published an episode and there were things keeping me away from doing this. I've moved to another country and it's been so hard to get back at this and make an episode, read the gospel, read the Bible, study the word. And I believe that it had been difficult because Satan had been stopping me from getting back to this. I believe God really has a plan through this podcast for this podcast because it has been going around all over the globe and a lot of people have been listening to it. I believe that it has impacted you in a deep way and you have been able to hear God's voice through mine in this podcast. Today we'll be reading through 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and 4. Paul is writing to the church in Corinthians and he is talking about how it has been for him as a disciple of Jesus spreading the good news of the gospel to the people. He talks to them about on being in the same church but being in different groups and listening to different leaders and taking sides and comparing each other and judging one another. He also talks about how hard it has been as a disciple of Christ doing the work of God and what it really is to do the work of God. What is the reward that he is looking at and how the people treat him on a day-to-day basis. Mind you, as ministers of Christ, not everyone takes you in a good way. So Paul describes everything that he has to go through day in and day out. He also describes what the people have to go through. So join me as we read 1 Corinthians 3 and 4. Let's go. One Corinthians chapter three. But for right now, friends, I'm completely frustrated by your unspiritual dealings with each other and with God. You're acting like infants in relation to Christ, capable of nothing much more than nursing at the breast. Well then, I'll nurse you since you don't seem capable of anything more. As long as you grab for what makes you feel good or makes you look important, are you really much different than a baby at the breast, content only when everything is going your way? When one of you says, I'm on Paul's side, and another says, I'm for Apollos, aren't you being totally childish? Who do you think Paul is anyway, or Apollos for that matter? Servants, both of us servants, who waited on you as you gradually learned to entrust your lives to our mutual master. We each carried out our servant assignment. I planted the seed, Apollos watered the plants, but God made you grow. It's not the one who plants or the one who waters who is at the center of this process, but God who makes things grow. Planting and watering are menial servant jobs at minimum wages. What makes them worth doing is the God that we are serving. You happen to be God's field in which we are working. Or to put it another way, you are God's house. 
using the gift God gave me as a good architect, I designed blueprints. Apollos is putting up the walls, letting each carpenter who comes on the job take care to build on the foundation. Remember, there is only one foundation, the one already laid, Jesus Christ. Take particular care in picking out your building materials. Eventually, there is going to be an inspection. If you use cheap or inferior materials, you will be found out. The inspection will be thorough and rigorous. You won't get by with a thing. If your work passes inspection, fine. But if it doesn't, your part of the building will be torn out and started over. But you won't be torn out. You'll survive but just barely. You realize, don't you, that you are the temple of God and God himself is present in you. No one will get by with vandalizing God's temple. You can be sure of that. God's temple is sacred and you, remember, are that temple. Don't fool yourself. Don't think that you can be wise merely by being relevant. Be God's fool. That's the path to true wisdom. What the world calls smart, God calls stupid. It's written in scripture. He exposes the hype of the hipsters. The master sees through the smoke screens of the know-it-alls. I don't want to hear any of you bragging about yourself or anyone else. Everything is already yours as a gift. Paul, Apollos, Peter, the world, life, death, the present, the future... All of it is yours, and you are privileged to be in union with Christ, who is in union with God. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 Don't imagine us leaders to be something we aren't. We are servants of Christ, not his masters. We are guides into God's divine secret, not security guards posted to protect them. The requirements of a good guide are reliability and accurate knowledge. It matters very little to me what you think of me, even less where I rank in popular opinion. I don't even rank myself. Comparisons in these matters are pointless. I am not aware of anything that would disqualify me from being a good guide for you. But that doesn't matter much. The master makes that judgment. So don't get ahead of the master and jump to conclusions with your judgments before all the evidence is in. When he comes, he will bring out in the open and place in evidence all kinds of things we never even dreamed of. Inner motives and purposes and prayers. Only then will any one of us get to hear the well done of God. All I'm doing right now, friends, is showing how these things pertain to Apollos and me so that you will learn, restrain and not rush into making judgments without knowing all the facts. It's important to look at things from God's point of view. I would rather not see you inflating or deflating reputations based on mere hearsay. For who do you know that really knows you? knows your heart and even if they did is there anything they would discover in you that you would take credit for isn't everything you have and everything you are sure gifts from god so what's the point of all this comparing and competing you already have all you need 
you already have more access to God than you can handle. Without bringing either Apollos or me into it, you are sitting on the top of the world, at least God's world, and we are right there, sitting alongside you. It seems to me that God has put us who bear his message on stage in a theatre in which no one wants to buy a ticket. Where something everyone stands around and stares at, unlike an accident in the street. Where the Messiah's misfits. You might be sure of yourself, but we live in the midst of frailties and uncertainties. You might be well thought of by others, but we're mostly kicked around. Much of the time, we don't have enough to eat. We wear patched and tear-bound clothes. We get doors slammed in our faces and we pick up odd jobs anywhere we can take eke out of a living. When they call us names, we say, God bless you. When they spread rumors about us, we put in a good word for them. We're treated like garbage, the leftovers that nobody wants. And it's not getting any better. I'm not writing all this as a neighborhood scold to shame you. I'm writing as a father to you, my children. I love you and want you to grow up well, not spoiled. There are a lot of people around who can't wait to tell you what you've done wrong. But there aren't many fathers willing to take the time and effort to help you grow. It was as Jesus helped me proclaim God's message to you that I became your father. I not, I'm not, you know, asking you to do anything I'm already not doing myself. This is why I sent Timothy to you earlier. He is also my dear son and true to the master. He will refresh your memory on the instructions I regularly give all the churches on the way of Christ. I know there are some among you who are so full of themselves that they never listen to anyone, let alone me. They don't think I'll ever show up in person. But I'll be there sooner than you think, God willing, and then we'll see if they're full of anything but hot air. God's way is not a matter of mere talk. It's an empowered life. So how should I prepare to come to you? As a, serve, as a severe disciplinarian who makes you walk the line or as a good friend and counsellor who wants to share heart to heart with you, you decide. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. The foundation of the belief is Jesus. Jesus through and through. The gospel is about Jesus. And remember, there is only one foundation, that is Jesus. So, in your journey of believing in Jesus, you would have gone through different phases where you meet different people and someone tells you the story of Jesus, someone helps you to pray, someone else teaches you the word of God and therein and there out, thus you grow spiritually. So this is what Paul is trying to tell the people, that he, as a servant of God, has been doing the work of God. That is, he has been 
teaching the people and apollos another fellow disciple has been also teaching the people so so he talks about how he and apollos are building the temple of god the temple of god is the church you are the temple of god so he tells the people that they mustn't take sides whether him or apollos both are the same and they are doing the work of god paul then goes on to say that as children of god we need to serve god and how we serve god matters whether we use good materials to build a building or not basically paul is trying to say that as a minister of god are we doing the right thing are we are we teaching the right gospel are we laying the foundation of jesus christ are we helping the people believe in christ and helping them grow spiritually in the way god taught us and by the bible by the word of god these are things that matter for every teacher and preacher of the gospel so paul tells us that there is going to be an inspection of each minister's work and god will decide who does well and who does not paul tells us that we already have everything we need we have to look to god for everything that we need and not our pastors teachers leaders but christ everything that we have is a gift from god we can't really take credit for anything that we are or anything that has happened to us because everything are sheer gifts from god so there's no point in comparing or competing because god has a plan for each of us and each of our lives and god will lead us and guide us through it all we need to do is have the will to follow the plan of god and paul tells them that he is their spiritual father and just leading and guiding them through his letters as a fresh as a spiritual father and as for you i'm sure you have someone in your life who will lead you in the way of the bible so look to that person and check him or her but personally follow the leading of god for your life May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with you now and always. And surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life as you dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever. Stay tuned.